ready to give your fur baby the absolute best life possible and live your very best life too? Break free from the chains of the physical, mental, and emotional challenges that can limit you and your pets to feeling stuck and struggling, and instead finally experience what you were both meant to, a life unleashed. Know what your fur baby thinks about this time of year. If they get nervous with fireworks going off, they might think it's almost time for the terrible, no good, very bad, sparky, sparky, boom, boom, night of terror. Or multiple nights. You know, we're less than a month out from the 4th of July here in the US. It's almost Independence Day. So anytime now, at least my neighbors are going to be starting to set off explosives behind my house. At least where I live. The, the fireworks season isn't just one night. It's usually a whole month, month and a half, sometimes more. Depends on how frisky everybody's feeling with their pyrotechnics. But Independence Day, fireworks freak out a lot of fur babies. My own fur baby, my tally cat, was not a fan. And so many other pets are just not a fan of the big sparkly explosions in the sky. So if your fur baby is in that camp and fireworks are not their favorite thing, or if you have recently adopted them since the last Independence Day and you have not seen their reaction to fireworks yet, here is how to help them get through it with as much ease as possible because you need to be starting to put these steps in place now. Yes, it is the beginning of June. We've got a month until D-Day or F-Day, Fireworks Day, but you need to start putting these steps in place now. Not just if your neighbors are more prone to set the fireworks off early, but even if it's just going to be one day, the sooner you can put these steps in place, the better your fur baby's experience through that will be. So, five tips for you, plus a couple of bonus. Number five, tire them out before nighttime comes. When our pets are worn out and blissed out on all the feel-good endorphins, those feel-good chemicals that fire off into their system when they have a good play session or a good run, when they're all full of all those blissed out feel-good stuff, they are going to be much less likely to notice or react to the explosions outside. Those fireworks are very stressful, and they do fire off the stress chemicals, your cortisol, your adrenaline, all that fight-or-flight stuff. But if they already have their system full of all the feel-good chemicals instead, and they're tired and zonked out, those stress responses, chemical mental and emotional, will not have as much chance to impact them because all the good stuff is already floating around in there. Number four, if you can, blend the noise of the fireworks in with other noises. Maybe turn on an action movie, uh, something with a lot of 
there's already explosions in this movie, or it's filled with gunfire. The John Wick movies come to mind because it's just nonstop gunfights. You know, something with some noise. You don't have to blare the movie. You can play it in a normal tone, but having some background on some other noises to where the noises of the fireworks are blending in and not catching them off guard every time another one goes off, it can really help them get through the night in a more calm way. Bonus is if you are paying attention to the movie, because they will watch it with you. They watch you. And if you are paying attention to the noises in the movie, they will be more likely to pay attention to what you're paying attention to, or at least go, okay, mom's paying attention to this movie. Dad's paying attention to this movie. I I guess the noises are tied in with that. They don't seem to be making a big deal out of it. Great. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Number three, reward them with something super fun whenever something super not fun happens. Now, we already have this going on when we take them to the vet. A lot of times we know they're going to be doing something not fun there. Very important, but not fun. So we give them treats. Uh, a secret look behind the curtain. Most vet offices that I have had the pleasure to be in, have some real good cheese whiz in the back for your pets. Let them know if they're allergic to it. But they they got the good treats back there because they're doing some not fun stuff. So they reward it with super fun stuff. Start that association training. That association of scary bad thing means I get a treat now. Starting that sooner can really help them instead of just doing it the night of the fireworks. When a loud noise goes off, maybe some thunder, maybe a car backfires, you know, some sort of loud noise happens. You're clumsy like me and you trip into the kitchen cabinets. Loud noise equals good thing happens. Loud noise equals mom's going to give me a treat. Yay! And then when the fireworks happen, when the loud noise goes off, give them a treat. The reward can be something other than a treat. It does not have to be food, especially if your critter is not food motivated or they're on a diet. <laughs> It doesn't have to be food, but something high value to your pet is going to get you so much more ease and less stress for them. Tip number two, give them the freedom to go to any safe place in the house. The, the big scary noises, they might kick into that fight or flight and want to flee from what is scary. Let them have access to any safe space in the house. Don't trap them in one room that can actually increase their anxiety, especially if you are not in that room with them. You know, make sure that anything that they have access to in the house, any place that they have access to, is something that you can reach them and get them out of if need be. Heaven forbid something happens and you need to bug out. Or something happens to them and you need to get to them. So... Make sure that it's somewhere that is safe for them to be, but let them have access to all of those safe spaces. Do not, do not let them outside. So many pets get lost on the 4th of July or the days leading up to it because they take off, that fire flight kicks in, they take off when the big scary boom happens. And then they're the next street over, and then another big scary boom happens, so they take off. And then the next scary boom happens, and they take off. 
They're constantly reacting street after street. And in that high fear, high reactivity state, they're not paying attention to where they are or where they just came from. And they get lost. Because by the time the scary stuff stops and they've calmed down enough to assess where they are, they aren't sure anymore and they don't know how they got there. And they have a real hard time getting back home. So do all your, your bathroom breaks and your outside trips before nighttime. And then once the, the fireworks start, don't let them outside until the next day, okay? Now they might get out anyway. Fear and stress have crazy responses, or maybe you ordered a pizza and you've been keeping them out inside nice and safe, but you open up the door to get that pizza or get that DoorDash and they take off. They're gone. It happens. Despite our best laid plans, it can happen. So make sure right now that all of their info is up to date on their collars, on their tags, on their microchip. A lot of us get our pets microchipped and then forget to update it when our phone number changes or our address changes. Make sure all of that info is up to date so that if, heaven forbid, they get out, all of your contact info is up to date and you've got a lot better uh, a lot better chance of getting them back safe and sound. And tip number one, Remember, you are the pack leader. You are top dog. You are top cat. They pick up on your energy. They are always going to be looking to you to see how you are responding to all of the big scary noises outside. My own kitty, Matali Cat, definitely did this. She would always look to me. The big scary boom would go off. Those ears would go back. She'd whip her head around and go, how is mom responding? Mom seems pretty chill. Okay. All right. I'll relax a little. Mom, if you're ready to take off, if you take off, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm ready to go. But you, you seem pretty calm. So I, I guess it's okay. I'll follow your lead. Pets mirror us. When we have a big increase in our energy, whether it's from stress or from excitement, they're going to have a big increase in their energy and that energy has to go somewhere. So if they, if our energy is spiking, whether it's stress or excitement about those fireworks going off, maybe you're really excited to see all the big, pretty sparklies in the sky. Maybe you're stressing out because they're way too darn close to your yard and your roof. Maybe that's just me. But whether you are spiking your energy from stress or excitement, they're going to pick up on that and they're going to mirror that. They mirror us. And that energy that they are mirroring, the energy that has spiked for them has to go somewhere. And often it goes to destructive behavior, either destructive to stuff and things and spaces or destructive to themselves. You know, stress often shows up in critters, that increase of energy, whether it's stress or excitement, you know, negative stress or good stress, it's energy, it's got to go somewhere. That can often show up as tearing up the floor. Uh, I had a dog growing up that when we left him alone with the babysitter once, and, and by we, I mean my parents, I was really young. But when when he got left home alone with just the little babies and the babysitter, he ate a three-foot square section of the linoleum floor. 
pets get destructive when they have that spike of energy. You know, they can tear up the house, they can tear up their crate, they can tear up themselves where they start pulling on their fur, gnawing on their paws, gnawing on each other, or they tore up their space and now they're hurting themselves on it. They tore up their crate and now they're cutting themselves on it. We need to be that good example for them because they're looking to you to see how are you responding to all of the big scary booms outside and they are more inclined to mirror your response. So this is why it's so important to stay home during the 4th of July if you can, if you have a pet that is reactive to fireworks in a negative way or a stressed out way. It's so important to stay home if you can. You can watch the fireworks online. You can watch the fireworks on the TV. You can probably watch the fireworks outside your window, depending on where you live. But it's so important to them to stay home so that you can mirror that chill response of, this is nothing. This is just a thing. I will caution you do to not, you know, coo and and coddle them more than you usually do when the big scary booms go off you know holding their face and going it's okay it's okay it's okay they see through that because you know when else we do that we do that when they take them to the vet and they get shots and they get thermometers stuck up in rude places when they hear us say it's okay it's okay they're real smart and they know that that means oh crap it's not okay (laughs) Unless you normally do that on a normal, typical, you know, evening at home. Most of us don't. So if you're acting a little more panicked and doing the, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, they know that something's up and that will actually spike their stress. So if they need you to stay home and they need you to mirror that calm, chill, level energy behavior, Treat the day like a typical evening. Ignore what's going on outside so that they can more easily ignore what's going on outside. Don't respond to it at all. And they won't in most cases, or at least they'll be a whole lot less likely to. They're going to mirror what you're doing because you are the leader. You are top dog. You are top cat. So display the behavior that you want them to mirror off of you. All right, here are two really important bonus tips for you to help them decrease the impact of all of that stress leading up to the 4th of July and even after it. You can actually help them decrease that stress with general chiropractic care again before because it can help them feel more mellow and more at ease when all of the big explosions start going off get them in a better, less stressed, more chill place before it happens, and get them full of all those endorphins, just like that good playtime beforehand can do. And you can get them general chiropractic care after the 4th of July to help them process that stress response and all of those stress chemicals and help them process it out more rapidly. If you need assistance with that, or you're curious if that's the right fit for your pet, reach out to me. We'll chat no charge. Give me a voicemail or a text message at 636-751-3150, and we'll see if that's the right fit for your pet. It is not the right fit in all instances, and I'll let you know whether it is or not for your kid. And bonus tip number two, 
Talk to your vet now, not July 3rd, not July 2nd. Talk to your vet now about if medications or supplements are appropriate to help your pet through stressful times like the 4th of July. Don't wait until it's right before because veterinarians legally and ethically have to have an established recent relationship with their clients and patients, with their the pets they take care of and the people who own them or who are owned by them. And in most cases, that means they need to have seen you and seen your pet and had their hands on them within the past year, sometimes less. So if you haven't been in in a while, you need to get them in now so that you can have that good, refreshed relationship with your vet so that they can legally and ethically advise what kind of medications or supplements might help your pet with that kind of stress, or if it's even appropriate for your pet to have those. Again, sometimes yes, sometimes no, but they won't even be able to make that judgment unless they've seen your pet recently. So now is the time to get your vet check in, even if it's just a well check, even if they got nothing going on, get that veterinarian check in now not on July 2nd or July 3rd, because if you wait that long, they're going to be all booked up and you're not going to be able to get in and you're not going to be able to get your pet the medical and supplement health that they may or may not need. So bonus tip two, get your veterinary check in. Now, coupling that with general chiropractic care can really help them get through this stressful time and remembering that you are lead dog, you are top cat, and you got the whole house and your whole situation as stress-free as possible so that they can mirror that chill, relaxed atmosphere that you want them to experience. All right. As we start to head in to 4th of July season and all the pretty sparkly fireworks, start paying attention to what your pet is doing when big loud noises happen so that you can be there as quick as possible to support them in the very best way that they need. All right, go love on your fur babies and I will catch you next time. So what do you most need to know right now to help you or your pets live a life unleashed? Send your questions and suggestions for topics you would love to learn about to dr.vicky at completewellnesscc.com or follow the link in the show notes. It's time to break free from what's holding you and your pets back and live a life unleashed.